listening to the Seven Rivers Student Ministry Podcast. We believe that all students are lovable through a relationship with Jesus. If you'd like to know more about our ministry, you can visit us at www.sevenrivers.org backslash students. Jumped the gun on me. I was I was like about to speak and then you uh, got me. That's how we do it though. I oh, like that. You waited a second, so I was like, does he want me to do it? No, I love <laughs> that you did it. That was great. Yeah. I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. I said it so shy. I was like, yeah. welcome to the culture. Yeah, and this yeah. is the place where we engage culture with the gospel. Ooh. We put on our gospel shades. Shades. That's right. Uh, I'm Mikey Puckett. I'm Jason Wayhead. And we believe all students are lovable, lovable through, through a relationship with Jesus. Nice. Wow. Thank you. That was probably the best we've ever done. That was actually pretty <laughs> good for us. We've actually, we've, we've struggled there a yeah. little bit. We yeah, we've, there. we're getting it's it. It's okay. Yeah, we're, it's happening. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about how we all bear God's image. Whether you're Christian or non-Christian, you bear God's image. This is 127. That's... That's we're made in God's image. And so whether we know it or not, we always are reflecting him into some degree or manner. So we're going to talk about some songs, some videos, some artists, mm-hmm. and we're going to and we're going to break it down. And we're going to think about it. What can we affirm as Christians? What mm-hmm. can we push back on? Yeah. Where are the truths? Um, what are the things that are lies um, that are riddled through our culture and and in, and and dig in and embrace it and engage our faith with the culture? You know, so bring our faith into these cultural conversations. So you ready, man? Let's do it. Yep. boy this is your guy you yeah. like this guy yeah Ed Sheeran, right yeah that's is that, that is exactly how you pronounce it is that how you pronounce no. it how do <laughs> Ed you Sheeran. Ed Sheeran yeah <laughs> Ed Sheeran wait did you actually think it was Ed Sheeran yeah I did think it was oh, Ed like Sheeran <laughs> <laughs> my sister he, my sister loves this okay. guy so okay and uh I have when we we just listened to the song the song we're going to be doing is photograph and I thought I never heard it before but then when I listened to it I was like oh yes I've heard this song mm-hmm. before it's pretty it's moving yeah. Like it gave me the feels. Yeah. Like I have like I could have cried listening to it. It was so sweet. I think I did cry. You did cry. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I look at your eyes, there's a lot of water. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still crying. You need some tissues. It was an hour ago we listened to it. I'm That's still right. crying. I think people can tell too when we're recording in the afternoons or in the mornings, like most of these have been in the morning. But yeah. today we're recording in the afternoon and we're definitely way more energy. Yeah. So Coffee's, you guys are in for it. Yeah. Yeah, I just chugged a cup of coffee. It was awesome. So Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Did I do it? Yeah. Photograph. Jason, why don't you talk about your boy a little bit? Tell us about him. So I got introduced to him probably my senior year of high school and uh, just fell in love. He is one of the best yeah. songwriters. He actually wrote a lot of the songs you don't realize. Like uh, He wrote like a lot of Justin Bieber songs you don't realize. Oh, wow. Uh, like um, what was that song called? That, like Your Mama... My mama don't like you, but she likes everyone. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Um, I don't know who Justin Bieber is. So, so. Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done a Justin so Bieber he, song yet. So he's written, he, he's a he, singer-songwriter. Yeah, That's and he true. writes other like celebrity songs. Wow. He's, just, he's so talented at songwriting that yeah. he 
romantic. writes um, songs. And I can definitely tell based on these lyrics that he is gifted. Mm-hmm. He's a British dude. Um, <laughs> so he, well, I don't know if he's actually British, but no, he, I don't think he's Brit. Well, he but he has like the English accent. Yeah, so I just, yeah. I know nothing about that side yeah. of the world. And so, uh, but he, he moved to London to pursue music. I know yeah. that. Um, and play music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seems pretty driven. Uh, it says, based on s- the research you did, that we mm-hmm. had, at the age of 14 years old, he was, you know, headed to London for the mm-hmm. summer to play music, which is pretty pretty ambitious. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, he was born in West Yorkshire, which is... I don't know where that is. I don't know where that is either. <laughs> it's somewhere in on it's this planet. It's in the United Kingdom somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not here in America. It's not. I know no. that. So... No, I and, and and it seems like that he you know, he loves music, he loves writing and singing and I think he's just really gifted and talented and I think even if he wasn't popular, mm-hmm. I feel like this guy would still be doing it. Yeah. Like even if he wasn't famous. Yeah, he loves it. He would be still writing and singing mm-hmm. whether people acknowledged it or not. Uh and so when w- the video we watch of this song called Photograph, we I guess we're watching him grow up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's all his and so, like, you, if you watch the video on YouTube, it's it's pretty moving. You get to watch this, like, quirky little kid grow up into, you know, essentially a rock star. Mm-hmm. But I, what I love about it is is that it's he's still the kid on the inside. Yeah. You know, at the end of the video, you can still see, like, oh, he's still, he's yeah. so much still, like, his little kid self. Uh-huh. I think that's partially because Ed seems to have stayed true to himself mm. uh, throughout his life. Um, yeah. So I think that's something pretty honorable, that he's been very honest and very true mm-hmm. to himself. Uh, throughout his life and has grown into this you know you know even his life is kind of a work of art in some ways mm-hmm. and uh it's been pretty it was cool to watch it was, yeah. it was really inspiring to watch uh just a, a little boy love for music grow mm-hmm. and grow and grow yeah and at the end of the day i think you know what comes away is is you know as you watch the videos that this guy loves music is passionate mm-hmm. about music um this is what he's called and made to do yeah uh and so and there was something like welcoming about like just like you said, the kid like that, not essentially not growing up, but like having that childlike um, behavior. Not yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to word this well. Not like childish, but childlike. And so there's something like like you're like, oh, I want to be friends with this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like he's like yeah, he brought down the walls. Like he's very yeah. vulnerable. Yeah, he seems like a guy that, based on like as you watch him grow up, he seems like your everyday kind of like kid you would meet, like here in Citrus County, even yeah, even. He seemed like a guy that I would have probably been friends with uh-huh. in high school myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, in so many ways, he kind of like the glasses and like the quirkiness and the weirdness of him kind of reminded me of myself a little uh-huh. bit, just like with glasses and being a weirdo. So I was like, I resonated with some of that. So I I was moved. I was moved for sure. So this is one of those songs that that's that's the power of art. That's the power of music. Mm-hmm. It's this invisible force um, that you can't see um, like music. And yet it has, like, physical impact on you, um, on your body, which is just, mm-hmm. like, I think that just in and of itself reveals how, like, you know, there is a God, a creator, someone that just music reveals that because it's something you don't see, but yet has such profound impact on you. Um, yeah. It even has physical manifestations like tears. You know, you can respond to this crying. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's, in the <laughs> it's beautiful. Wow. Words and music. So. Yeah. Let's uh, let's affirm some things. Let's push back on mm-hmm. some things, maybe, and let's let's kind of see see where we're getting here. So the sto- the songs 
you know, I guess you could take it as talking about maybe a, a significant other. Mm-hmm. You could take it as maybe just even a relationship with a friend or mm-hmm. with a with a, fa- a spouse or a family member. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I don't really know, and it I can, don't really. Yeah, taken a lot of different ways. A lot of different ways. It could even be taken even like in a in a sense a way with a relationship with Jesus mm-hmm. um, to a degree as well. But even in the first. Uh, he 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 makes a profound statement in the beginning, right off the bat. Um, maybe that's why it draws you in so quickly. Mm. Loving can hurt. Loving can hurt sometimes, but it's the only thing that I know. Um, wow. And then at the end of that verse, he says, "It's the only thing that makes us feel alive." Like I th- resonate with that. I I think if love doesn't hurt, I don't know. I think this is a truth that we can kind of embrace here and say, yeah. like, if you love someone, it's gonna hurt. Uh, think about it too. Like the people that hurt you the most are the people that you've loved the most. Like mm-hmm. if you're a kid listening to this, like people who've probably hurt you the most are probably your parents, mm-hmm. but they're also the people who've loved you th- the most. And yeah. if you're a parent listening to this, the person who's probably hurt you the most is probably your spouse, mm-hmm. but it's also someone who you've loved the most. And so mm-hmm. like loving has this like fascinating paradox of, you know, good feelings and bad feelings of hurt and pain and joy mm-hmm. and happiness all together mixes in with love. Uh, and I think that's partially because in order to love somebody, especially on this side, um, in order to love somebody, especially to love sinners and to love each other and to love yourself requires a sacrifice, requires pain. Uh, it requires revealing your pain. It requires revealing your hurt and wounds and trauma to each other and seeing those things. Uh, and then also, in some ways, the people you love hurt you back you know yeah uh and and that's pretty powerful pretty pretty hard i mean if you're sitting here and if you're listening to this song i think and even when you're watching the video i think when you're watching the little kid you start i think i went to immediately like parent and kid relationship parent and child relationship i was like man when i was a little kid like you know yes like i love my parents growing up i love my parents uh, and even if you're a parent listening to this, you probably loved your parent, and then you experience pain from them too. Mm. Uh, but that's kind of what comes with love is pain and hurt. Yeah. Uh, and I think as parents, we grieve that we hurt our children. You know what I mean? Mm. We grieve that we wound them because we just love them so much. And so yeah. I think even as kids, you know, we grieve that we hurt our parents. We grieve that you know we've wounded them because we love them so much. And so there's this, this like kind of underground of hurt, underlayering of hurt when it comes to love. So yeah. uh, that's, that's what was coming to my mind. Yeah, that's, that's great, Mike. Yeah, definitely. Definitely see that, you know, because um, it, it is him growing up. Yeah. And so who's who's behind the camera? You right. Know? Oh, yeah, I was thinking, yeah, that's a good th- point. Yeah. If you're watching it. Yeah. Wh- there's like two, there's actually two people in each scene. You yeah. think you're just watching him grow up, but mm-hmm. who's holding the camera? It's, yeah. it's probably a mom or a dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he's singing maybe to them. Yeah. saying you know to his parents you know or to his yeah maybe that is what he's talking about here a little bit is that paradox of it and if, if you're parenting teenagers right now that's kind of like what you feel it's like kind of a happy sad yeah relationship of like man i've wounded my child um but i love my child mm-hmm. and that's the same thing as if you're a student listening to this that's maybe what you feel with your parents like you've hurt your parents um feelings you've wounded them you've let them down or maybe disappointed them mm. um but yet you love them so much. Um, I think if you're feeling that, I think that's normal. I think that song is kind of speaking about that. It's ha- the hard difficulty of love. Don't look for easy love. Look for the hard, difficult love. Mm. Find that love. And then I think 
you know, he says in one of the verses, if you hurt me, that's okay, baby. Only words bleed. Inside these pages, you just hold me. I won't let you go. Wait for me to come home. You know, I think there's, I think, you know, I think we can push back and say, like, if we're wounded, it's not okay, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think what maybe he's implying, too, a little bit is, like, there's forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is there is a way um, to, for you know, when you're in a loving relationship, true love relationship, yeah. there is this, like, place to for forgiveness to happen for, if you do hurt me, you know, I will forgive you, you know, because yeah. I love you. Mm. And that's what, it, that's how our relationship works with Christ, is as we wound him, as we sin against him, he does forgive us. He promises to it that if we are faithful to confess our sins, he promises to forgive us of our sins. Um, and as we sin, we when we sin, we hurt, we wound the Lord. We grieve Jesus. We grieve that relationship with our Father in heaven. Mm. And he commits to forgiving us if we are faithful to confess that. And yeah. um, and we wait and we long for the day when we're made whole, where we come home, where he brings us home. So, And then, it, and then the following verse says, love can heal, loving can mend your soul. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's so true, you know, loving, like, I think he's a great writer because he, like, can, like, capture you in, like, two, three lines, you know, like, like think about, like, the first part of verse one, you know, it's like, loving can hurt, loving can hurt some time, and it's the only thing that I know, like, wow, there's so much there, and then he goes on, like you say, when it gets hard, you know it can get hard some time, it's the only thing that makes us feel alive, so he's yeah. saying so much, but not saying much, you know, it's only four lines, but you're like, wow. And then you come, you come down, I think this is verse 2, uh, loving can heal, you know. like Love can heal, yeah. Mind your, can mend your soul. You know, there's redemption there, you know. Yeah. There's an aspect of, like, hey, loving can mend your wounds, you know. Jesus took on that cross to, like, heal us, you know, to, um, to have redemption in our stories right. and to have um, Jesus changes everything, you yeah. know. And so and he goes on to say it's the only thing that, I know, um, and he's, it's, it's still a tension of, like, it's hard. I swear it gets easier, you know, like, this will get easier. Um, and so, I, and I think that whole, like, aspect of poem always, rem- like, reminds me of, like, um, like, heaven. I think, yeah. I think you might be writing to someone who's passed away, maybe. Yeah. You know, like, wait for me to come home. You know, you're home. Wait for me. I'm, I'm coming. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what he like where he's taking like it. Like we're on the journey home. Yeah. And as we let go, you know, you know, we still hold on to people who have gone on, passed away. Yeah, they're still with us. We still hold on to them and then we you know, in a sense, like by holding on what we're asking them what we're saying is wait for us, we're coming to. We'll be yeah. with you soon. Um, we'll be right behind you. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, the idea that love can heal, loving can mend your soul, Jesus, yeah, you nailed it. Jesus heals, um, mm-hmm. and and how that happens is is by His life being laid down, sacrificed for us on the cross. Yeah. That's how love heals. That's how love mends souls. Yeah. Is is and that's how forgiveness can take place. And that's mm-hmm. how you can love, you know, your parents love your yeah. your kids even when they hurt you and wound you because yeah. there's forgiveness because you've been forgiven as a mm-hmm. sinner in Jesus Christ. And so out of that love, we mm-hmm. can love each other. Uh, yeah, and. And the journey home, I was thinking about Henry Nguyen. He's a um, kind of a famous Christian writer. He mm-hmm. talks about in his book called uh, "The Wounded Healer." Uh, yeah, "The Wounded Healer." He's talking about how 
one of the sweetest things about death is that it isn't it isn't like it's a moment to let each other know that we will wait for each other. Mm. And by when you say something like I will wait for you, you know, the anticipation behind that sen- the implication, sorry, behind that sentence is I will wait for you is that there will come a point where y- we will be together again. Mm. That's why you say I will wait for mm. you. I will hope and what you're really saying is I am hoping and I am hoping and believing in the fact that I will see you again. So like mm. So s- even if you're thinking about as people cross over into death um, on this planet, mm-hmm. um, Henry Nguyen's saying, you know, one of the sweetest things to say to each other is, I'll wait for you. You know, as a, as a, as a person who's passing away to say, I'll wait for you. You know, yeah. and a person who's watching their loved one pass away, I'll wait for you. Mm. I think that speaks to the grief of losing loved ones. Like yeah. I thought about Blakely when I listened to this song. Mm. Uh, you know, especially that love is the only thing we take with us when we die. Mm. Huh. I thought about that a lot because I was like, you know, what's interesting is even though Blakely is gone, has passed away, my daughter has passed away, I still love her mm-hmm. more today than I did on the last day I saw her physically, which mm. is pretty mysterious. How does the love grow for somebody if they're not physically here? It grows yeah. because it's eternal. Yeah. It's it's a God thing. It's a It's a beyond me concept it's a beyond my physical body concept it's something that lasts forever that's what love is Mm. and it's something that heals in men's souls and it's something that you hold on to Mm. uh and i will you know and it's still like i journey and that's part of my journey of that's where i grieve because i still love her that's why i still grieve that's why i still cry that's why i'm still sad that's why the song resonates with me is because she's still in a sense i'm still waiting for her to come home yeah so like you know yeah, I remember when she passed away, we left the hospital and we went home. And mm. it's like, oh, like, where you just like, it doesn't hit you that she's not coming home mm. physically. And in a sense, I wonder, too, as she is crossed over into um, glory with the Lord, does she wait for me to come home as her dad, you know? Mm. Um, and it's, does the love that she experienced from us as parents, does she carry that with her into heaven and experience that in fullness with the Lord? And yeah. know, oh, they're coming. You know, I'm waiting for them too. So, mm. pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, he really touches on that stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks for sharing that, Mikey. That's uh, very powerful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. When you when we come home, we'll we'll see Blakely and we'll yeah we'll party. I love uh, it. So I I even thought about um like my brother and like mm. so, like I like I love how the song is called Photograph because that's what that's what we have left. Yeah, our photographs. You know, like I, I, I see, I, there are like a lot of pictures of my brother in the hospital. Um, cause he, he, he fought the battle of leukemia and, um, and so he, I mean, he was like the, he would like dress up. Everyone would call him Dr. Joseph in the, in the hospital because he like pretended to be a doctor and he would have, yeah. like, he would have like the white, uh, well, a white coat and yeah. everyone's like, Oh, this is Dr. Joseph's room. And we have pictures of him mm. dressing up like a doctor, and, you know, and he would actually be graduating high school like he'd be coming in as a senior yeah, right he, now he had leukemia right mm-hmm. yeah so, so it's crazy sad. yeah um to me he's always eight but like I'm yeah like, he'd actually be 18 right now you know yeah. like gra- or like gonna yeah he would be 18 right now he'd be a summer intern next yeah year. next year he'd be coming on <laughs> <laughs> but uh so and yeah like and one day when we're home we get a we'll see blakely and joseph and yeah um 
Yeah, he says, we keep this love in a photograph. We made these memories for ourselves where our eyes are never closing. I wonder if that's meaning to, like, our eyes don't, you know, in death, our eyes close forever for the last time. Mm. In these photographs, our eyes are open, never closing, Mm. unless you're me and you have really (laughs) squinty eyes kind of. (laughs) Yeah. You're always like, you can't even see his eyes. But the idea there is that, you know, yeah, the the concept is is when you look at photographs, like, I don't know about you, if you pull up an old photograph of something, it can, like, bring you to tears in a yeah. second. Um, it's because there's a love there. Um, it's a memory there that comes to life again. Mm. Uh, time's kind of frozen still. Uh, your heart's not broke, especially if it's someone you love. They're seeing, like, mm-hmm. you know, I was going through some of my childhood memorabilia stuff, and I would pull up, like, a picture of my grandma, and just boom, like, tears. Wow. Or my grandpa, boom, tears. It's like, oh, wow, like, there is a love that I still have for them to share. Even though they are gone, they passed away, I still share it. So mm. I think that's God glorifying. And I'm waiting um, to come home, uh, and they're waiting for me to come home. And so it's like, you know, hearing you whisper through the phone, wait for me to come home. You know, like, I think just, like, for whatever reason, I'm taken to, like, a scene on, like, a deathbed, in a sense. And mm-hmm. it's like, you got to go to, you know, you got to leave the room or something with this person. It might be the last time you see them. And like for them to say something like that, like last words, wait for me to come home. You know, it's like, it's just a, it's a weird, but it's like a comforting and loving thing to say to somebody, Mm. you know, in a moment that seems so dark and desperate and like the end. Mm. And I think that's what we all wrestle with is, is the question of, does it end with death? Hmm. And when people, you know, talk about this concept that Ed, um, Sharon, Shireen, Ed Sharon, Ed Sheeran, is is <laughs> is 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 kind of bringing up, you know, this concept. He's asking the question: Does it end with death? And, mm. it, and he's saying, No, it doesn't. Love goes on, mm. uh, and and in that love, that's where you find kind of home. You're waiting for some for for. That's where you are close to home and you're mm-hmm. waiting for the moment when both where the person you shared that love with, you're with them again. And so, I don't know. I think it's just a, I don't know. I, I hope that at the end of my life that I would speak this way to my own family. Like, mm. wait for me to come home. I'm waiting for you to come home. Like, mm-hmm. this kind of concept of waiting and waiting on each other that Henry Nguyen talked about mm-hmm. in his book when he was talking about doing ministry with people on their deathbed and mm-hmm. kind of be like I'll wait for you I'm waiting for you yeah um, you know in the sense and like you know to Blakely I'm waiting for you I'm, I'm not I have not moved on um, mm-hmm. and I won't move on um, and I'm you know you're with me still you mm. know? and you can say the same to Joseph you mm-hmm. know? love does not let you forget you know mm. yeah well we'll see them in the morning you know yeah that's so. biblical concept that's yeah a biblical idea there so yeah i love it man thanks for talking and thanks for breaking this down good song pick uh solid so if you haven't listened to it listen to it check it out bring your tissues bring your tissues cry a little get you know get in the moment it's awesome good song so let's um jason you mind praying for ed (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna say his last name (laughs) sheeran yeah you got oh i got it maybe i've been saying it wrong this whole time i don't know i i just (laughs) I can't read from. I can't. Um, it, the way we pronounce it is exactly how it's spelled. I don't know why I keep saying Sharon, 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 Sharon. 
Sheeran. Sheeran. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. There um, you go. Let's pray for him. Yeah. Lord, thank you for um, Ed Sheeran and the truth that he has in his songs. Uh, we thank you uh, for his his art and how it proclaims your glory in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, we uh, we pray that you you work in his life and that he can uh, be on Team Jesus um, if he's not already. Um, and we pray that you can use him to influence many. Um, Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. See y'all next time. See you next time on the Culture Thank you for listening to the Culture Cast, where we engage culture with the gospel. If you have any questions, or maybe you have a song, a favorite song that you would want us to talk about, or a movie, or a Netflix show that we can maybe uh, bring into this, into this uh, podcast, we'd love to. So you can reach out to us at srsm at sevenrivers.org. That's srsm at sevenrivers.org. Send us an email, and uh, we'll engage with that content that you offer us, or any questions or concerns that you have. If you also want to find out more about our ministry, Seven Rivers Student Ministry, you can go to sevenrivers.org backslash students. We love you guys. You matter to us, and uh, you're lovable through a relationship with Jesus.